0: What is up guys and welcome to another edition of market marauders in the market one trade at a time. I'm your host Reginald C. So let's jump into it. So a very exciting day today for the market as a whole. Um, there has been vaccine news that has come through that has made the whole entire market uh, a positive note. So Let's jump into that and let's jump to some other stuff as well. So Pfizer and BioNTech uh, today announced that their vaccine candidate is 90% effective. Uh, So it is a fantastic day uh, for the market as a whole. Yeah, we can celebrate all that. Uh, The money sign as well. Money, money, money. So. Pretty good news Uh, as far as the whole market is concerned. I know that was one of the huge catalysts uh, for the market being stagnant or going down. But uh, today, uh, the CEO of Pfizer said that it was a great day for science and humanity, which I do agree with as well. Uh, Pfizer and BioNTech said a case split between vaccinated individuals and those who received placebo indicated a vaccine efficacy rate Uh, above 90% at seven days after the second dose. Uh, It means protection from COVID-19 is achieved 28 days after initial vaccination, which consists of two dose schedule. So very good news. Uh, The market definitely uh, showed that they were excited about this news. Um, Airline stocks shot up tremendously as well today. Um, A whole bunch of other sectors that were down and out like the hotel sector, airline sector, um, and then uh, other sectors in like EV went up as well too. A couple EV companies like Neo, just continued to go up. So very positive news for the market. A very large green day. I think the whole market went up around 850 points today. So very good metric Uh, airline stocks. I definitely when I first heard this news, I went and jumped on some airline stocks myself, looked at some options for airlines. Uh, So shares of U.S. airlines surged uh, to multi-month highs after uh, today, after Pfizer and BioNTech reported their positive news from the COVID-19 trial, uh, initiating hopes that air revenue will be back in demand. Uh, So, United Airlines added more than 19% to the end of day uh, uh, 41-32. Delta Airlines rose 17% to 3677. Hawaiian Holdings, a parent of Hawaiian Airlines, soared 50% to 20.89, closing at their highest price since June. American Airlines rose 17% uh, to 13.20. And... That was their two month high, and shares of Boeing rose 13.7% to 179.36. So, all around fantastic metric uh, for the market. Uh, Definitely excited to see those um, as time goes on. I don't think that this rally um, is a one time thing, I think these are going to continue to go up as more news comes about. The Pfizer vaccine well, Pfizer and BioNTech vaccine. Uh, so as you guys have um, may have been aware over the weekend, we did get a president. Um, so that is going to be a Joe Biden. Uh, so Joe Biden has been elected as the president. So it'll be no more uh, Trump in the White House. Um, I know that the market is priced in uh, Joe Biden and With this vaccine news coming out, I know their hopes uh, are pretty high, but I know one of the things on the agenda is going to be um, composing that group uh, that's going to be over uh, vaccines and the group that's going to be over, uh, you know, stopping the spread of COVID. So, you know, definitely looking forward to see uh, President Biden's moves on that and see how uh, they will strategically make a plan to combat it. Uh, but now they have a weapon under their belt, which is going to be this Pfizer vaccine. So one of the catalysts that I'm looking for, for the vaccine is going to be dosage numbers. So I think they said they will have uh, about a half a million ready by the end of 2020, uh, which is not too long. It's about a month away uh, or yeah, a month and a half away for the end of 2020. And then they said by the end of 2021, they'll have about a billion doses. So. You gotta think the demand uh, for this is going to be very high, um, but we're not over for the whole vaccine thing itself because the first step is once they have their efficacy numbers, then the FDA is basically gonna take this information and consider them for uh, potential inclusion for the emergency use. So even though the market reacted to this and you know hopes were high. It doesn't mean that it has been approved yet. So the FDA still has to approve uh, the emergency use of this vaccine. uh, Pfizer being the first one. I know Moderna said they're going to be giving information on theirs pretty soon. But as of now, Pfizer is the only one uh, with BioNTech that has uh, come up with a combat to the the, uh, virus. So uh, definitely interesting to see how that turnaround time is going to be. Uh, for the FDA so I know there's a lot of pressure probably on them uh, for the emergency use purposes because people definitely want to get their hands on this so it's not just a U.S. issue um, it is a global issue so there are going to be a lot of countries that are trying to get their hands on this um, vaccine as well as you know the U.S. itself and how to distribute it so distribution to me is going to be the next catalyst uh, for looking at Pfizer and to see if they can handle the demand um, you know Using uh, Pfizer as an example, they actually didn't take money from Operation Warp Speed, uh, which is what President Trump had a group of companies in the pharmaceutical industry that were getting money from the government to help develop the vaccine. But Pfizer actually did not take money from them. So Pfizer has kind of done this, you know, their own way on their own. Uh, So it's going to be interesting to see um, what government interference is going to be with distribution so i don't know if they actually have the capabilities to increase distribution but i know they have been working on it uh since the inception of their vaccine so very good day for the market very high hopes going on and it still is earnings week uh so at the end of this i'll be going over some of the earnings that i'm watching that i watched today uh but jumping into some other news uh for all you hype beast fans out there Uh, people who like Nike, you know, you need the brand new pair of Yeezys out there. Uh, some news that came over the airwaves is that North Face, uh, is going to be buying Supreme for $2.1 billion. Uh, so Supreme, as you may know, is like, you know, the hype beast clothing company. Uh, you know, you got Supreme, Bape, um, you know, just to name a few, there's some other ones out there. Um it's its own culture. I would say it's a niche culture uh, of an acquired taste. <laughs> so, you know, I can't personally afford, you know, all these expensive uh, clothes like that. Cause they are not cheap. Uh, I haven't seen anything, you know, Supreme that is, you know, that cheap, but if you can afford it and you can go out there and get it now, you'll, it'll probably be um, more available since that they're going to be partnering with North face. Uh, so, With North Face buying them, I think Supreme is going to be more available to the public. Um, But they may keep uh, North Face's, North Face may keep Supreme's uh, marketing strategy. Because one of the things about Supreme is that everybody can't get uh, all of it. So, you know, having seclusion in the brand has kind of made the brand successful. So I'm interested to see that transition. Uh, from North Face, uh, from Supreme being its own thing to it being Supreme North Face, essentially, uh, I wonder, you know, marketing-wise, they have to think about that to see how they're going to perform. So, another news today: as the market was going up and went up over eighteen, I mean, over eight hundred points, uh, the Dow jumped more than eight hundred points on this vaccine rally. There were uh, brokerages that had outages, and no, it was not. Um, Robin Hood, so I know everybody's like, oh yeah, there was outages, yeah, it's definitely Robin Hood, Robin Hood's garbage. No, it wasn't Robin Hood. For for once in Robin Hood's life, <laughs> they are not to blame for these outages. So Vanguard, uh, TD Ameritrade, and Fidelity all tweeted all today that they had technical problems. So a lot of their investors were not able to take advantage of this large movement in the market. So it's a sad day for you know a lot of those companies. I know a lot of people uh when Robinhood had their problems, the multiple problems that they've had, a lot of people left the platforms and were like, "Oh, Robinhood is trash. I'm not going to use Robinhood. I'm going to use WeBull or I'm going to go and just stick with TD Ameritrade because it's better, you know. You can call people. Uh they have an online service. Well, it seems like today, you know, they're joining the boat with uh Robinhood as being, you know, a company that cannot handle volume. So, um I think it's, they have a, all of these companies are really big companies and they have large teams, uh, you know, wrapped around them. Their customer services are really good. So unlike the case in Robin hood, you know, Robinhood you really couldn't call anyone to see what was going on. You just kind of had to, you know, suck it up, send an email and hopefully get a response back, um, in a couple of months. But with these, you know, they all have customer services. They actually send a tweet out and like, Hey, you know. We understand things are going down. Uh, Charles Schwab. Charles Schwab was also one of the companies that were having difficulties as well. Uh, So Vanguard, TD Ameritrade, Fidelity and Charles Schwab were all the ones having difficulties, which to me, you know, letting me know that all three of these or all four of these major platforms were having difficulties today with trading. That just lets me know that tomorrow is going to be even crazier because, you know, their IT technical services are all working around the clock to get people trading. Even though a lot of these places are commission free, you still get a lot of people in there using these different apps. Uh, they have a lot of different services on their platforms that people use. So trying to build their customer base and having functional software is definitely paramount to the company uh because people don't have to invest with them. So you don't have to have a TD Ameritrade account. You can go with Fidelity. You don't have to have a Vanguard account. You can go with Charles Schwab uh, and vice versa. So I know a lot of these companies are making this number one priority. So the fact that there was such a crazy move in the market with Pfizer being, you know, giving out their catalyst and basically crashing all these different brokerages, I think tomorrow for all those people who were not able to jump into, either A, this stock, or jump into the stocks that were benefiting from it, Uh, we could probably see a double bang, which means seeing, you know, two days of crazy price action for those who are not able to jump into this move. So definitely going to be looking uh, tomorrow to see how the actual market performs, but I'm expecting, you know, uh, lightning to strike twice. Uh, If we looked at um, what Pfizer did, it went up, uh, but it stayed kind of level uh, in a certain level place but I think tomorrow that is going to be a completely different case uh, especially considering you know majority of the major platforms uh, were out of commission today because of technical difficulties so definitely looking forward to that uh jumping into some earnings that were today uh, beyond meat hat their earnings today so their revenues uh, was 94.4 million which is an increase of 2.7. Uh, percent year over year. If you're not familiar with Beyond Meat, uh, they're a company that makes meat alternatives. So, like instead of having like real beef, they use plant based products. Uh, so that's basically uh, what the company is. Uh, their gross profit was 25.5 million, uh, or gross margin of 27% of net revenues. Adjusted gross profit was 27.3 million. Or adjusted gross margin of 28.9% of net revenue, uh, reflecting exclusion of expenses attributed to the pandemic. Uh, Net loss was 19.3 million or 0.31 common share. Adjusted net loss was 17.5 million or 0.28 per common share, reflecting exclusion of expenses attributed to the pandemic so adjusted EBITDA was a net was a loss of 4.3 million or negative 4.5 percent of revenue so earnings were kind of you know rocky in my opinion to to say the least uh but the net revenue in general was up 39 percent year over year so pretty good metric uh for the company another company that had their earnings today uh was workhorse now workhorse is an ev company uh they make vans um so like big utility vehicles, uh, in the van sector. Um, one of the catalysts for the company was that they were potentially, uh, going to work, uh, with USPS, uh, which is the United States postal service to have a potential, uh, contract to convert their existing fleet of vehicles to electric vehicles. So that deal has kind of been put on the table. Uh, but you know, there's no, I guess, path forward on whether the company has um, is going to to do that or not. So it's kind of like, you know, push to the side. I know that it has been brought up, uh, but, you know, whenever uh, the U.S. actually does their budget detail, we'll see how much money goes to the U.S. Postal Service. And then from there to see if the U.S. Postal Service is actually still considering using Workhorse. Now, if they consider using Workhorse and start a, a strike a deal, that is very huge for the company, and um, I think the company is going to continue to grow even more, probably even double in stock price uh, from where it currently is at off of that deal. Um, but we will see if that deal actually goes through. So in their press in their uh, earnings, they said they're set uh, 2021 production volume at a target at 1,800 vehicles. Uh, they received a purchase order for 500 C1,000 trucks uh, from. Pitchard Auto Company for its national fleet program uh, which is being financed by Hitachi Capital America Uh, through various financing the company improved its cash or its current cash position over $260 million Uh, their strategic partner Lordstown Motor Company uh, completed its merger with Diamond Peak Holdings LMC's Class A uh, shares will now trade global select market under the target symbol ride, uh, so Workhorse has maintained uh, its 10% owner sh- stake in the merged company, uh, and the stake is nearly at 285 million based on November 6 closing price. Uh, so, partner with Hitachi and Hitachi Capital America to optimize the company's manufacturing, operational, and supply chain. Uh, capabilities, as well as develop a national dealer network uh, to support workhorses sales with vehicle financing options for both dealers and customers. So I think the company as a whole are making pretty good moves. Um, I think, you know, financially, they seem to have money in the bank, I guess is what you can say, but definitely that deal, um, you know, would definitely help the company uh, tremendously. So looking forward to see some more updates from them, um, as time goes on. So lastly, we want to talk about one company that I think will definitely benefit from a Biden candidacy, and this is Plug Power. Uh, so I've been following Plug Power for a while, ever since it was like around $5 a share. Um, you know, but you know, it's definitely way more than that now. Uh, but I definitely remember, you know, back in the day when it was a lot cheaper, uh, so they had their earnings today. They reported uh, gross billing of 125.6 million, reflecting a growth of 106% year over year and 73% 73.4% sequentially, uh, reflecting strong performance in the quarter, raising 2020 gross billing guidance to 325 million to 330 million from their 310 million uh, previous projected amount. So. They're doing pretty good. Uh, Number wise, I think, you know, they'll continue to grow. They have a lot of products uh, that they're doing, uh, a lot of innovative things. They're in the world of hydrogen, uh, which, you know, is kind of a buzzword uh, nowadays. But I think uh, for the current president that we have, a company like Plug Power will definitely be something to consider adding to the portfolio before um, there are more guidances that come out. So with the proposed Green New Deal that President Biden was talking about uh, during his campaign, I feel like a company like Plug Power already has the infrastructure uh, to implement uh, things that would be tax-advantageable for companies to convert their existing buildings. So, with a company like Plug Power already making this technology, you know, that's just more customers that would come to them considering the fact that they're already doing uh, what needs to be done to convert existing buildings um and infrastructure to hydrogen so um definitely looking forward to that they also uh are starting to make uh hydrogen vehicles uh so they had a truck that was a hydrogen uh powered truck which i thought was very interesting um and you know just a lot of different developments from the company as a whole uh i would say you know everybody definitely go check them out uh just read up on them Uh, i'm not saying to put any money towards them but i'm saying definitely read up on the company uh because they have very interesting technology um that i think could be useful um in the future as we go to a greener world all right so good luck to everybody out there trading out there this week uh Definitely going to be looking at the volatility for tomorrow, uh, especially considering a lot of trading platforms were down uh, and those people who were not able to execute their trades or jump into trades still have money in reserve waiting to jump into some trades for tomorrow. So definitely look for another crazy round of trading tomorrow and I hope everybody's able to lock in some profits and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.